welcome to a Porg Talks Disney, the show where a super fan named a Porg talks about anything and everything Disney with fellow fans across the fandom spectrum. That's a whack. Uh, hello and welcome, fellow Disneyers, to another episode of A Porg Talks Disney. I am your host, A Porg, and I am rejoined by our returning cast members. We've got Smile, Howdy, Jade, Howdy, Miles, Hola, take two, <laughs> and the legendary, the man, the myth, the legend, Bone Daddy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Hulk Hogan. I'm going to be honest with you. I would have preferred Hulk Hogan. You're not going to beat me, brother. I'm bone. Brother. Brother. And um, on today's episode of A Porg Talks Disney, we're going to be talking about what how, how old is too old for Disney and I'd like to start us off with some quotes by another man, another myth, another legend, Hulk Walter Hogan. Eli. Oh. <laughs> I'll be right one, I'm going to be right one day. <laughs> one day we're going to talk about Hulk Hogan on this podcast. Yes. Um, <laughs> but but we're talking about the other man, myth, and legend. And <laughs> Walter Elias <laughs> Disney. Um, it's no surprise here that I'm a huge Disney fan and I respect Walt Disney quite a lot despite the issues that he might have had in his life and I felt that these quotes are very uh, they speak to the topic that we're going to be tackling today so our first one here is that's the trouble with the real world too many people grow up another quote is laughter is timeless Imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. Uh, he has another one that says, why do we have to grow up? I know more adults who have the children's approach to life. They're people who don't give a hang what the Joneses do. You see them at Disneyland every time you go there. They're not afraid to be delighted with simple pleasures, and they have a degree of contentment with what life has brought. Sometimes it isn't even that much either. Then his most famous quote uh, upon the opening of Disneyland in California, to all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here, age relives fond memories of the past. And here, youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, dreams, and hard facts that have created America with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all of the world. And my absolute favorite one, this is a little longer. He says, over at our place, we are sure of just one thing. Everybody in the world was once a child. We grow up, our personalities change, but in every one of us, something remains of our childhood. The same level we speak of knows nothing of sophistication and distinction. It's where all of us are simple and naive without prejudice and bias. We're friendly and trusting. And it just seems to me that if your picture hits that spot in the one person, it's going to hit that spot in almost everybody. So when planning a new picture, we don't think of grown-ups and we don't think of children, but just of that clean, fine, unspoiled spot deep down in every one of us that maybe the world has made us forget and that maybe our pictures can help recall. Obviously, I feel that these quotes kind of speak to the stigma that a lot of adults will have later on in life that Disney is only for kids and that adults who enjoy Disney or honestly, by association, adults who enjoy anything that is relatively marketed towards children is considered weird. Uh, and that honestly, to me, covers even the most nerdy of things such as you know, Disney's other franchises, Star Wars, Marvel, et cetera, et cetera. It's funny because Disney's marketed as fun for the whole family. Exactly. So I want to talk with, with our cast members. Um, I want you guys to discuss your personal view as a, a Disney nerd or a nerd in general. 
how has it had an impact on you and and why do you enjoy it even now as an adult and and why did you choose not to leave it behind once you quote unquote grew up and i'm i'll start it off um again it's not a surprise that i'm a dis nerd i'm a huge dis nerd sometimes you could even say that i'm a slave to the mouse I'm not a blind slave. I like the cage that I'm in. (laughs) And I don't know. Disney has a lot of fond memories for me growing up. It's moments where my family came together. It's where we share a lot of like laughter. And whenever I was feeling down or out of place or alone, it was Disney content of any kind that consoled me and made me feel better. And I just personally don't believe that you have to grow up to let go. Like to let go of those things means growing up. I feel like you can still be a functional, rational adult and still have passion and care for something that brought you a lot of joy to your childhood and is a joy that you continue to indulge in because at the end of the day, it's not really hurting anyone around me if it's hurting me it's hurting me and that's a different discussion but I don't feel that it's hurting me and I don't think it's hurting the people around me unless being allergic to this kind of shit is like an actual thing then I apologize Uh, (laughs) I'm allergic to the house of mouse (laughs) so I'm gonna start I'm gonna start with 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 smile smile what do you how do you feel like uh technically speaking if we're talking about like just enjoying disney as a whole i don't think there's anything wrong with that just because you know enjoy what you want uh i do also practice and preach the uh the idea that everything in moderation you know mm-hmm so like it is it is very possible to take it to an extreme, but it's I feel like it's a pretty rare case scenario when it is, you know. And at the end of the day, <clears throat> when you take it to the extreme, it's you know, it's only your business. It's really not the business of another person. Well, I, again, that Pe- I think that depends on situation. Just because yeah. if you take it to an extreme, it can become somebody else's uh, problem. Yes. But, but like for you personally, for me personally, as someone who is very casual and pretty critical of Disney, it's. I think that it's a hundred percent fine for anybody to enjoy Disney, just because you know, there's such a wide range of topics that Disney can cover. Even though, recently they've chosen to cover very heavily into kids' territory. Mm-hmm. But when they release another Pirates of the Caribbean alike, we'll be there. Watching, <laughs> waiting for jokes about the horologist. <laughs> My mom was a horologist. <laughs> it's a shame well, that we won't have well, Johnny Depp. There will always, always be someone to fill the role of snappy, sassy, and enter character here, you know? Just like no. there will always be someone who can play a horologist. Yeah. <laughs> I would just like to see that. Johnny Depp becomes like Stan Lee in the Pirates of the Caribbean universe where he, he he's not the main character but he's always showing up. Oh, as a cameo. Yeah. That would be actually kind oh, of Oh no, cool. they just they straight said that they're not going to work with him anymore. Yeah, no, they did, but like that would have been that would have been interesting. Um Bone Daddy, how do, how do you feel as a as a Disney enthusiast or marvel or star wars you know the whole the whole kit and caboodle how do you feel about it all of it like again for one thing again disney's often marketed as fun for the whole family anybody and everybody can enjoy it and it's like at the end of the day disney's there to make people happy and steal money from your wallet but (laughs) and if you like it you like it as long as you're not being an absolute creep or weirdo about it then go off enjoy what you want to enjoy if you like the funny mouse cart cartoon character hell yeah you enjoy the funny mouse you enjoy the pirates you enjoy the pirates 
You enjoy uh, Space Wars? Let's go. Space Wars. <laughs> as long as you're enjoying it and you aren't just either shoving it down someone's throat or you're or you're just being like <laughs> weird about it, then yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Enjoy it. It's for all ages. It's rated E for everyone. Rated E for everyone. Uh, Miles, how do you feel? Because I know you're not like a huge, huge Disney fan. You're more in the Marvel Star Wars territory. Yeah, so um, I'm going to call Bone Daddy B because forgive me, that's going to make me cringe saying it. Um, <laughs> you're just a coward. Maybe, but uh, I'm happy living with that at the moment. So uh, B mentioned family friendly right and i think that's one of the reasons uh disney and a lot of other things have this sort of stigma that it's family friendly being family friendly means it's safe for kids if it's safe for kids it means it's for kids which is um what's the word like um logic that looks like it makes sense but doesn't actually i forget what the proper term is there a fallacy. It's a fallacy, yeah. It's also logic that leads to the creation of movies like the Emoji Movie, and we don't need any more of those. <laughs> no, no, no. These, no, these are all just back. facts. These are all just facts. But it's a, it's a kind of strict and strange fallacy because, uh, and forgive my knowledge, I don't. Pixar is not Disney, right? No, but they do own it. Okay, so, um, Soul, right? Right. Soul is a very, very good movie that I don't think you can truly appreciate or understand until you are probably around 16. That's fair. And, and that, that raises the point that there are a lot of adult jokes in Disney movies and adult concepts within Disney movies that as a kid, you probably never picked up on it. I still don't pick up, up on like, them. Huh. <laughs> you know I mean, what? my favorite is the fact that Disney loves to kill parents off. So it's like, yeah, totally kid friendly. This kid's di parents died. Or like even like the like more intense stuff, like Hunchback of Notre Dame. That's a whole clusterfuck of Kurt Jack. Get in my pants. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, let's also just mention if we're talking about like older Disney like content. Content. Most of that stuff would get canceled nowadays in terms of like just like. All right. All right. How about something a little more fresh, a little more recent? Not too recent, obviously, because I don't have a concept of time. Uh, Rapunzel, when uh, Mother Gothel just straight falls out of a tower, rapid aging into dust. Yeah, but it's for kids. It's <laughs> for kids. <laughs> or the yeah. fact that what uh, fucking uh. Ryder, Phil Ryder literally got stabbed. I'd do it again. And died <laughs> for a little bit there. I was sharpen the knife. <laughs> All right. No, so but Jade, can you? Can, wait, hold can on. I, let's, let's, let, let's ask Jade real quick how, right. he, how he feels around that, too. I feel like it's a, it, it could be summed up in a very simple statement. Are you still enjoying it? And then it's not too old. You're not old, too old for it. I feel like for most things, you should enjoy it as long as you can and uh, be able to remember when you enjoyed something. That's fair. All right. Sorry to cut you off. Smile. <laughs> I was going to say, um, a lot of the people who do claim like that Disney is only for kids, mm -hmm. they're the same kinds of people that would they're the same kinds of people that got upset when Rango had a dude who smoked in it, you know? That's true. Or pe or the people that get upset about Graves' cigar in League of Legends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I may, kind of piggybacking off of what Jade said, uh, I do think that with not everything and not for everyone, but there are certain, like, medias and like works of art or whatever it may be that 
you either don't get until you're older or you do just naturally grow out of it because mm-hmm. just some s- concepts appeal to just different demographics. But Disney has never really felt like one of those. Mm-hmm. It's like, th- we'll go with the emoji movie. God forbid, but it, it I do know a couple of like eight-year-olds that really did enjoy that movie. Thought they thought it was funny. They they enjoyed the pretty colors going around. And to everyone above age ten, they saw a really shallow movie at a cash grab over things everyone uses on their phone and thought were more popular than they really were. Mm-hmm. And uh, to redirect and kind of piggyback on what smile was saying about the individuals who complain about silly things we're going to move on to this very viral disney mom post that was on facebook this was uh found around 2019 and just to give you guys some context is basically some lady you know went to disney world and she basically in my opinion she had a karen moment but Uh, I'm going to read it to y'all and I'm going to read it as it is written because it's just who boy. So uh, it's fun. I wonder if it's it's the one that I'm thinking of. (laughs) We'll see. So it starts off with it pisses me off to no end. (laughs) To no end. To no end. When I see childless couples without at Disney World. multiple uh, Mm. angry face emojis. She proceeds to go, Disney World is a family amusement park, yet these immature millennials throw away their money on useless crap. They have no idea the joy and happiness it is to mothers who buy their babies treats and toys. They will never experience the exhaustion that it is to chase a three-year-old around and getting stares at, assuming I'm a bad mother. She proceeds to say, this cunt in some very slutty shorts was buying a Mickey pretzel. And Aiden wanted one, but the line was very long. So I said later, and it broke his poor little heart. And he cried. I wanted to take that fucking pretzel from that tramp-like Thanks, bitch. You've made my son cry. A whole bunch of angry emojis again. Disney World is for children. People without children need to be banned. Mothers with children should be allowed to skip all the lines. You have no fucking idea what it's like to stand in line for three hours with a cranky, tired, exhausted toddler, and I can't just tell him that we can't do something because it's his vacation, too. I fucking hate childless women with a burning passion. There's Whew. so much wrong with so <laughs> much of that. There is a lot to unpack. <laughs> I've never heard that before, and I kept finding issue and issue and as, nonsensical. As someone who has studied like like philosophy and more uh, and uh logic tables for over a year i feel like i could write a 10 page paper on how many that are in this <laughs> it is a very poorly worded poorly written tweet just because of like it just doesn't feel thought out you know no <laughs> it's, My... it's the kind of tweet that you look at and went and go yeah, she was upset that the lines were too long and that she, uh, her child was having a temper tantrum because of it. Yeah, yeah. like, that's what it boils down to. I mean, like, like we can start it. Let's, let's start at the first part of that fucking sentence of, it pisses me off to no end when I see childless couples without at Disney World. Smile, when I read that to you, you made a really snarky remark. <laughs> was it that that I made the snarky remark to her? When she was like, I had, you were uh... like, as opposed to... Childless couples with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with because those happen, apparently. <laughs> I thought you were going to mention the fact that she basically said that um, people without, pe- uh, couples without children aren't a family. Yeah. It's kind of sad to think about, but you know. 
because uh, she says later uh, uh, that Disney's a family place and that if you're not in a family, you shouldn't be uh, allowed to go. Yeah. Which and means then... that if you are a childless couple, according to this lady, you are... Uh, you are not a you are not a family you are you are oh yo whose mic is going up someone's i am not sure okay that's (laughs) over that was the karen she inter she intercepted our fucking Uh, podcast your transmission is coming through i think i hear it it. she's asking for the manager (laughs) uh you know, besides the problem saying like a family without a child is not a family. It's so rude. <laughs> besides it's so rude, like, okay, about the people who can't physically have children, are you going to say their union is not a family? Yeah. Like- I more so want to know how the f- how she knew that w- whatever woman was standing in line for pretzels was act didn't have a kid. I, like, was she like? Did she? Did she have like a mom dar? Like a like a mom radar? Knows who's a mom who isn't a mom? She DNA. She DNA tested everybody who entered the the park that day. Like, and I, honestly, to go to that concept of like, oh, people that don't have kids are obviously not a family. I feel like that's so rude. Um, there's this youtuber that i watch his name is isaac carlson shout out to isaac carlson he's he's an he's in a he's a disney very much like myself probably a little more passionate than i am and i appreciate it but he's like he's passionate in a very logical and rational sense and he talked about in another episode of a podcast that he was listening to where just because you have like the chance to go to disney as an adult why are we assuming that you had the chance to go as a kid? Like, what if you didn't have the chance to go as a kid and you just want to go now and see what the fuss is about? Yeah, like, the the fact that... The, I feel like going back to the mother post again, mm-hmm. she recognized the privilege to even have the opportunity to go. Like, to be financially secure, to be able to afford the vacation to Disney. Especially with Disney prices increasing, like, on a daily basis. And then has the audacity to say, yet these immature millennials throw away their money on useless crap. Hun, what are you doing then? (laughs) Your kid's crying over an overpriced pretzel. I can already already tell you what her answer is. And I'm going to use this in big fat quotation marks. Making family memories. Oh, she can go fuck herself. <laughs> I mean, Am I wrong? She's gonna remember the lines. <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely gonna remember writing Winnie Winnie the Pooh like three times that day. And can we can we talk a little bit about just the sheer entitlement? That moment where she says that uh, because she couldn't stand to wait in line for her kid to get the pretzel, she wanted to take the pretzel from the slutty cunt slash tramp that was wearing shorts at Disney, as if that's a crime. Ma'am, do you know how hot it is at Disney World? Like... Okay, is this Disney World? So this, this, this is Disney World. So, so California, right? No, no, no. Disneyland no, no, no. is California. Oh, this is Disney World. This Disney is our, Disneyland is California. This yes. is our home turf. So as Floridians, we all know how hot it gets. Yeah. You really okay. gonna wear a full-on pant at Disney World with this feet, like this Florida heat that I called feet. <laughs> okay, okay. To give context, how hot Florida could get during the summers, right? During the fall, right? For five Ks at the high school level, right? They have a ambulance chilling at the finish line because how common it is for people to overheat. Okay, and, <laughs> and it's just, so it's just kind of like you know when it's hot, what do you do? You wear clothes that don't make you so freaking hot, so you don't get a fucking heat stroke. So for her to just like be like, "Ah, oh, you stupid slut!" Now that just to me that just sounds like someone's mad that they don't look good in shorts like that. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> I want to know what she was wearing that day. Bet and, you and, shorts. and then again, <laughs> that entitlement statement of I wanted to take that fucking pretzel from her. Why? She, this person, whoever she was, waited online. 
like anybody else would and paid for her damn pretzel. What right do you think you have to take the pretzel from her? Just because your kid wanted one. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> this whole so, thing doesn't make sense to me. But... So, <laughs> wherever she got food for her kid next, the, kid, the person spat on it. <laughs> what kept running through my mind while listening to this is, so we just ha- stop having, like, school field trips to Disneyland and Disney World. Is that what you're saying? Because you, you have to be a mother to go, so the teachers who aren't there with their specific children aren't allowed to go. Oh like, no no no! You you're allowed to go if you have kids, but uh, let's go back. Um, <laughs> but it just it feels so weird to me because it's like like even for older groups where they don't necessarily need like a a chaperone because they're in high school or whatever. So right. now the sixteen year olds that you would still maybe think okay they're kids Disneyland could still be for them if you're of that mindset. Oh Absolutely. now they're now they're a childless couple that shouldn't be there anymore. <laughs> Hey, no, I think that they are allowed to go. It's just that, as she quotes, mothers with children should be allowed to skip all the lines. <laughs> Mind you, hey, look at her phrasing. She said, mother. If you're a dad and you're by yourself, because, you know. <laughs> if you're married, a single father, get in line, boys. Get in line. So, you know. <laughs> Shout out hey. to all the great dads out there who do take their kids to the bar. <laughs> And wait online, unlike this Karen over here. Yeah, you know. Repeat, there's so much wrong with this. (laughs) There's always a part of me that wishes the husband just looked looked at his phone after she made this tweet, looked to his son, and be like, this This is why we just get out to nice places. (laughs) She basically said, fuck anybody who isn't a nuclear family. Pretty much, Yeah. yeah. And, like, obviously, we don't know anything about her, but I'm pretty sure I know what she looks like. I bet you her husband (laughs) wishes he had a divorce. I bet you her husband doesn't have a spine. (laughs) Uh, That just feels like a personal attack. (laughs) Now we're crossing lines. (laughs) (laughs) Let's stop attacking the archetype and take issue with the actual tweet, because that we can take issue and (laughs) attack. But I want to be yeah. petty. <laughs> you be petty towards the tweet. There's a lot to be petty about in there. There's a lot of material. <laughs> I, I second this. But yeah, all jokes aside, I, this to me is just, it, it's, it's a post, you know. Um, I don't agree with any of it, obviously. And clearly you all also don't agree with it. Wait her fucking time. ankles. You can you can unpack this this post for days, but he, uh, it gets better, guys. It does get better. Oh, it gets by better. Bit more? By better, I mean it gets worse. So okay, wait, there's <laughs> more. It always gets worse. <laughs> they have to defend themselves now, and this is this is where we really get oh, to boy, get to see the logic on our level. Need it too. Well, here's the thing, guys. So she did. Whoever she is, I think she just disappeared off the face of the earth. However. When this post did become viral back in 2019, an an author from the New York Post had something to say. (laughs) Oh, this is going to be a treat. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) So the the article in question from the New York Post is called, Sorry, Child Millennials Going, Childless Millennials at English. Let me start that over. Sorry childless millennials going to Disney World is weird. It's by Johnny Olinsky. So he's uh, a green. He is a green. Okay, so and uh, so what did it take 10 minutes to think about what they were going to write? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so he proceeds to write Miss Fucking Pretzel is right on this point. <laughs> Miss Fucking Pretzel. Wait, is that a direct quote? Yes, <laughs> it's effing, but obviously she, he he meant to call her Miss Fucking Pretzel. <laughs> She's right, okay, on this point, according to uh, Mr. Alinsky. Millennials are indeed in an unhealthy relationship with Disney, having granted control of so much of their leisure time and personality to a single enormous corporate entity meant for children. Want to go see a movie? Well, let's go to the remake of 1994's The Lion King or 1992's Aladdin. 
Want to go on a vacation? Sure. Let's jet off to the new Toy Story Land at Disney World based on my favorite film from 1995. While we're at it, why don't we all just return to the safety and comfort of the womb? What? He, continue- <laughs> he continues to say the usual complaint about those born between 1981 and 1996. So you guys don't fit there, but... <laughs> Mind you, can I say one thing? Damn it! <laughs> uh, can, can I get a copy of this because I need a framed example of the slippery slope fallacy so. <laughs> I, I was just about to say with all those remakes that's, that's a different issue look how with... we assumed we wanted the remake yeah, yeah I was going to say that that's a completely different issue more on Disney rather than who's going to it also, oh, no, wait. Could, keep in he, mind he... the fact that his post uh, his that first paragraph boils down to fuck you and your nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. you, no nostalgia. <laughs> nostalgia so, bad. Uh, as it proceeds to go, the usual complaint about those born between <clears throat> 1981 to 1996 uh, remaining constant 12-year-olds and that the behavior amounts to self-infantilization and a, li- a lifelong immaturity that bleeds into basic decision-making, getting jobs, paying bills, staying alive. I had no idea Disney was keeping me from eating my food, guys. Yeah. I, I, I if my nuggies aren't shaped like Mickey, what's the fucking point? I don't want to eat it. They don't look like that. I was about to say, it's like, okay, let's let's go on a little like thought process, right? There, these We'll say a 26-year-old millennial or however old you want, right, goes to Disney with his girlfriend or his boyfriend, doesn't matter. They, they paid for themselves, right? We're going to, we're going to, because if they didn't, then they had someone else pay for them. And that's more of an issue on their relationship and being supported. That's not, right. that's not on Disney. Right. If they pay for themselves. Well, then clearly they're they're doing somewhat well. Disney is expensive. How else would they have gotten in there? So, Thank you. <laughs> I you know, ma- so you know, if if they missed uh, a month of rent for this, then that's more of a financial thing. That's not on Disney. It's. I feel like most people that go to Disney, and I. This is more of a generalization, I guess. Usually go either sparingly or very often. And in both cases, it's with a lot of planning and a lot of money, like, saved up. Exactly. And I feel like this is just back to what Smile said, where it's like, oh, this guy is basically just saying, fuck you to your nostalgia. This guy is honestly just saying, fuck you to how you decide to spend your money. You need to spend your money like this. Because he proceeds to go that on another oft-ignored problem with letting a kid's brand control your adult life is the stupidity and culture ignorance that it leads to. You're skipping great films such as Booksmart and The Farewell to relive second grade. What fucking movies are those? Those sound boring, actually. But here's my fit. Why can't I go watch the remake of The Lion King and then also watch these cultural advancing movies? Culturally advancing, so I have no idea what fucking movies those are. So I was gonna say, why didn't he? Why didn't he source like actual movies that people know? It's not about like actual movies. Why didn't he source? Why didn't he source like movies from the same time era as that, or at bare minimum, like movies that changed the movie? Whatever. (laughs) His selection is. is his selection is really odd. Um, what I'm curious is, or if... also known as pretentious. Ah, pretentious, yes. There you go. Yeah. There you go. But what I'm curious is because he mentioned it earlier. Are these movies that just happened to come out at similar times as the reboot? I would. Cause... I would imagine that it is. I would <laughs> hope so. Because if not. He has no like. He has nothing to stand on. There's there's no <laughs> reason to have mentioned these here. Most or you know, funny. if you're going to be the pretentious type, right? Let's say you are going down that route. Why not say read a book? Well, oh no, wait. He, he keeps going. Don't you worry. <laughs> wait, what was the name Don't of the worry. second movie? Uh, first was Booksmart, and the second was The Farewell. 
Oh, I know why he started. I know why he cited these movies. Why? <laughs> why did he cite? Enlighten them? us. Uh, they are they are essentially uh, well reviewed movies from the year two thousand and nineteen specifically. Mm-hmm. So he didn't even watch the films. Got it. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Hey, let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt that he at bare minimum watched it. I mean, it's not unlikely that he saw these movies, I'm going to be honest with you, because I don't remember Booksmart in terms of, like, I've, I know I've seen it, but I have not actually, I don't remember anything about it. I don't mm-hmm. remember it being hyper-interesting. But the 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 major reason they that he cited them is because they are films from 2019 that uh, rated fairly well and are relatively applicable because they will uh their movies about family situations well our good old With buddy smart revolving more around the farewell revolving around uh high school graduates yeah that that's not nostalgic at all uh, uh well he continues with this pretentious type of of sound honestly not arrogant almost even he goes to say and your annual, or more, God help us, trip to Disney World costs just as much and more in some cases than a trip to Europe, South America, or Canada, where you would meet people different from yourself. First of all, you don't have to leave this country to meet people from a different part of life than yourself. Secondly, who told you that the people who are saving for the Disney trip are probably also saving for a trip to Europe. Or maybe they decided this year I'm going to Disney. Next year I'm going to Europe. You get what I'm saying? And some people can't travel outside the U.S. And some people can't travel outside the U.S. (laughs) But, you know, again, that's kind of shitting on our country. There's a reason why our country is called a melting pot. I meet people all the time from different walks of life from different heritages, and I learned so much from them. It's not so much a matter of, oh, I have to travel. It's just being open-minded when you meet new people. That's it. And if you want that experience, you can choose to save your money instead of a Disney trip to go somewhere else. These people who are saving their money for the Disney trip aren't saying that they didn't consider going to these other locations. You know what I mean? (laughs) Also, to be fair, uh, the to be fair, the article's direction is pointed at those who chose to go to Disney instead of going to Europe. I know, but at the same time, that's why I'm saying, yeah, they chose to do that. But what tells you that that person didn't choose that at a later point in time? It's too over. It's just because this person chose to save their money for this thing, you are going to assume that this is. How they I mean, always a lot them. of assumptions are being made in the post. <laughs> yeah. So, and then he um, keeps going on. He goes, but many millennials are fine with sticking to a whole new world, the song, rather than exploring a, horn, a whole new world. Also, uh, <laughs> uh, he states that his information comes from a 2018 morning consult survey showed that 75% of non-parent millennials were interested in going to a theme park that year. A theme park did not state Disney World specifically. You know how many fucking theme parks there are in this world? <laughs> I want to go to Six Flags. I've been wanting to go to Six Flags for a long time. <laughs> I, guess, I, I guess that just means I'm dependent on Six Flags, you know? It's like... Oh, they just got me hooked. Now you're a slave to the Six Flags. I've n- I've never been. I heard it's a cool water park. I guess I'm a slave now that I want to go. Oh hell yeah, you bet. What is that? <laughs> What's that noise? Who's calling their dog? <laughs> Whose fire alarm is going off? Uh, but no, I I was trying to think a little more about why someone might choose to go to disneyland over europe and i think there are a lot of reasons for one depending on your location of course you might not have to take a plane you can road trip that can be a lot cheaper for people Mm -hmm. you can also like 
if something happens in a foreign country, it is very, very difficult to try and find a solution. You don't maybe speak their language. You don't know the proper emergency uh, procedures. A lot of things can happen in a lot of, like, foreign situations, pardon the pun. And so going to Disney, well, maybe it's can be considered the more bland or, like, typical vacation. It's... It's not a bad option. I, I agree. I don't think it is. Like It's like it, vanilla. No one complains about vanilla. <laughs> no, and, and like I said, at the end of the day, let's say you guys decide, oh, I'm going to go somewhere that's not Disney. I'm going to spend all this money. I don't care. I literally don't. Like All I'm going to say to you is have a great time. I'm not funding your expedition. I don't care where you're going. I just... This is where you've chosen to invest your money, and you're not going to anywhere that's life-threatening. By all means, go and have fun. Like, who am I to shit on your day? <laughs> or if you tell me I'm going to go to Disney for a weekend, sure, go have fun. Who is that's stopping you? That's also another thing. You go to Europe, you're not going for a weekend. That's pretty difficult unless you're, like, extremely wealthy, in which case you were probably already gone to a... Uh, to Disneyland more than 40 times. Either that or you probably own property at Golden Oak, which is Disney's millionaire community. <laughs> exactly. So you can't... Going to Europe is a very long endeavor because you don't go for a weekend. You can go to Disney for a weekend. Yeah, you can go. I agree with that. You definitely can't do Europe in two days. <laughs> Uh, but the he, he keeps going on. He goes, in the case of Disney, which is, is gearing more towards millennials with nostalgic attractions and added cocktail bars, it's not so simple as hopping in the car and strapping into the Tower of Terror. That trip will set you back as it currently costs $900, I mean $900, sorry about that, $109 per day to visit one of Disney's four parks. 654 is for like a six-day trip. Hotels in Orlando will run you at about 150 a night or 750 for five nights. The average airfare to Orlando is about $260. And according to the Bureau of Transportation, that there's at least uh, $1,664 of your food and drink. And he goes to say, I know I'll get a barrage of tweets explaining the crafty ways Walt worshippers have sh uh, shave a couple of hundred dollars off their Disney trips noted but that's not the point why do the same old safe boring thing when you could be on a round trip on norwegian airlines flight to new york to paris for 280 get an airbnb and sit along the seine drinking rosé oh who am i kidding you'll skip the louvre and go straight to disneyland paris see that's rude <laughs> he's extremely condescending plus okay Going back to the tire, oh, I don't care how you save money, even if you do find a way to make this considerably more affordable, I don't care. I'm going to think going to whatever place I mention, insert here, is better because it's more mature. Yeah. Um, to, to piggyback off that a little, Jade, he mentioned going to New York. For Americans... I feel like suggesting to go to New York instead of Disneyland is like saying, hey, get chocolate instead of vanilla. <laughs> Where did that argument come from? Where, like, if you live in New York, you're dead sick of a lot of the things in New York. If you're not from New York and you go to New York, you're going to enjoy what's there for, like, a week. And then you're going to get really annoyed with a lot of the long-term problems of New York. And, I, I would and like it's probably smile. just as, if not more expensive. Yeah, and actually, I would like Smile to chime in on this, because Smile, oh, he's, he's been... Uh, smiles is, oh, you're back, actually. Okay. Smile's been to Europe. Smile has been to Paris. He's been to France. Smile, did you only go to Disneyland Paris when you went? No, I went all around. We spent one day in Disneyland Paris. Um, but that trip was a very long trip because it was basically a whole week of going through Europe. And 
it was three days in London, three days in Paris, or not three days, uh, three days in London, two days in Paris, two days in Italy, and then we came back. So. And, you know, when you were in Paris, you had time to do both. Yeah. You were able to sample culture, quote unquote, and see Disneyland. <laughs> Very much so. Saw, you... Vers- saw Versailles, saw the uh, climbed the Eiffel Tower, climbed the Arc de Triomphe, climbed Notre Dame. Uh, we climbed a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> climbed Sleeping Beauty Castle. <laughs> it was a lot of climbing, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, but, like, did, how do you? How did you enjoy your that trip? Like, I enjoyed it quite a lot. It's just when you boil the post down, it's just either he is assuming what you are doing with your money, which is just rude, or he is actively telling you that liking anything from your past is wrong because at the end of the day people like nostalgia it sells pretty well it sells extremely well and and even one of the films that he mentioned profits it off nostalgia involving a plot that involves high school i don't think anything else is more classically nostalgic than that yeah and, and so we're going to move on to the Wisecrack podcast episode because it had a very similar vibe to it. The episode is titled Dying at Disney. It's an episode that Isaac Carlton broke down immediately as a Disney fan and, and where he had problems with it. So for our listeners out there, I would highly recommend you go see that video because he does such a good job at defending Disney adults from these weird ass accusations that the people in this podcast were making and at the basically they were shaming adults who enjoy disney content straight up because they were mocking how one woman who came back to the parks after the whole covid thing was like sentimental and cried about returning to a location and they mocked her for it. And I just sat there. And I'm like, okay, I understand that crying over something like that may not be. But isn't it a little obnoxious to just shit on somebody because of something that they were passionate about? Well, let's just not, let's ignore the fact that it's kind of rude to shit on passion, right? Right. I, let's just I look think- at the basic human, like, isn't it consider? Isn't it like a social? Uh, isn't it like a social? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Norm? No, no, the opposite of a norm. Stigma. Maybe. Taboo. Uh, it isn't, it, taboo. isn't it generally considered rude to make fun of crying people? <laughs> yes, it's best, but like people really do enjoy mocking people who get sentimental over shit that they may not find reason to get sentimental over which i really don't get that like it's not your journey dude why are you why are you shitting on them <laughs> i i can think of several reasons why someone not even necessarily for disney but just returning to a location after a long time might cry like it's it's so obnoxious to me that to think that they could be like making fun of this person when for all they know this was the last t- this was the last place they went with their grandpa before he died and this was the last vacation he got to take with them it's like do you know how fucking rude that is to basically be going like you're you're crying because you remember you really enjoyed a place that uh you went with your dad grandpa <laughs> what a loser it's like yeah it's it's very like fifth grade bullshit of like oh look johnny's crying over the fact that his mom's dead like what <laughs> Yeah, it's like, is that probably the case? No, she probably is just very happy to be back to a place that holds a lot of special memories to her. Maybe not so severe as this was the last place I saw my grandpa. But you don't fucking know that. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Do you guys, do you feel uh, the same? How do you guys feel about that? Yo, like, come on! Like that person probably, she probably was hadn't been out in a long ass time, and this was finally the, she was finally being able to go out, and obviously she's gonna want to visit the place that makes people happy, Disney World. Yeah, it's just it's silly. And so another thing that happens in this episode is 
kind of like a battle of the fandoms because they try to sort of play to your inner nerd being like oh yeah I, I you know i enjoy the casual nerd thing i'm a big harry potter fan or i'm a big pokemon fan and they were talking about how they enjoy their fandom at you know their level of their their fandom in such a place and i was like so you guys can sit there and you know be happy to play pokemon go you can sit there and be happy about your harry po- like your hogwarts house but you're gonna fucking shit on an adult who enjoys disney like, why is that acceptable? Why is it acceptable for your fandom thing to be okay, but the other person's fandom thing not to be okay? Just because it's not something you like or that you can identify with. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, he, you know, they do the same thing as this article did where they blame Disney for being the reason why adults who don't have kids spend their money there as if Disney is in control of that. Um, well, more so just like blaming Disney in that situation is kind of funny in my uh, in my mind. Just mm-hmm. because it's like when you think about uh, when you think about it, Disney is a business. <laughs> so them making adults want to spend money there is their entire job. Yeah. <laughs> Because if honestly, if you're not spending money there for yourself, then you're probably there spending money for your kids. They want your money. <laughs> Give me your fucking money. <laughs> I would argue that more parents, not even necessarily adults, more parents want to go to Di- like a Disney park more than their kids, especially at younger ages, because kids don't. Nest, they they might know Disney. They might hear about Disney World and land, but they don't have the world experience to kind of truly understand like what you can do there and like how to have fun. It's not probably till you're maybe like eight to ten where you can start understanding what a roller coaster is without being on a roller coaster. Yeah. So when you take a five, six, and any any younger child to Disney World, you're taking them for you because you want to say, oh yeah, I remember when I took little Johnny here to Disney World and we went on the little cups with Dumbo. Oh, it was so precious. Look at how many pictures I got. It's like, he doesn't remember that. He might vaguely remember like a story later on in his life about going to Disney World, but he doesn't remember the actual trip. Yeah, and you know, we're not sitting here shaming those people either. There's a reason why they want to create those memories, as we said earlier. So, you know, that it goes back to that. Why why are we putting it as a category of, oh, this is just for kids to enjoy? It's like, well, no, uh, it's a place technically for everyone, those who are young and those who are young at heart. And, you know, making memories does kind of just whittle down to going with people places and doing things together. It really doesn't matter where you do that. And if you choose to spend, this is where you're going to do it, then fuck it. That's where you're going to do it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the last one that they did that really, really pissed me off. It was their like universal versus Disney debate. Now I'm not no hate to universal. I love fucking universal. Okay. I love SeaWorld. I love theme parks in general. They're fun. They're amusement parks, hence the word amusement. So, but they were like talking about how, oh, well, when you're older, you should just more be going to Universal versus going to Disney. What? What? That doesn't make sense to me. Why, why are we bracketing or gatekeeping which theme park belongs to what age group? Just because Universal has more intense rides, just because Universal offers alcohol, by the way, Disney does too now, it just, that doesn't make sense to me. I am both parks equally. I'm drawing a blank. Disney doesn't have Hulk, right? That's uh, that's, Islands of Adventure? That is Islands of Adventure, yeah. Okay. Because while Hulk, I, I hear from a lot of people, it's not my personal favorite, but it is... A, 
a good chunk of people's personal favorite because of how extreme it is. I, it's not that much better than many of the things Disney have. I like the the dueling dragons. I think it's what it's called that the Harry Potter. Brought. That's yeah. also Universal, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I've just been to Universal for <laughs> my life. Uh... I may be a bad example for this, but <laughs> I, at least from what I can remember of Disney, the the actual like someone like roller coasters aren't that much better. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's like Mount something. That's Is Universal, it, I think. Mount Everest. Mount Expedition Everest. Yes. That's, that's Disney. Disney. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the in uh, the inside roller coaster. Am I correct? Uh, no. That's Space Mountain. I think you're thinking about Space Mountain. Oh, I'm thinking Space Mountain. I remember yeah, okay. Space Mountain. As someone who's rode both of those rides, the Hulk and Space Mountain, I think Space Mountain's the better ride. Just but... skim me uh, alive in the comments if you wish, but... <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say something else. Is it Space Mountain also but... Universal? No, no, Space Mountain is no. Disney World. What? <laughs> You're just a young <laughs> So that's the thing, right? I was like, I could mention Space Mountain, but that's Universal, so there's no point. Oh my god, I just don't know roller coasters, man. <laughs> I got you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's appreciated, because clearly I, I don't have myself. The thing about it is just like, at the end of the day, it all depends on what you prefer. Yeah. Where it's like, I would technically prefer to go to Disney over Universal because I don't like intense roller coasters and Universal definitely has those more intense roller coasters. Right. Because, well, it's, yeah, it's geared towards older people because they can experience, they can experience the roller coasters. You can't take a child on a roller coaster. They're not tall enough. Yeah. And not only that, even uh, though some children, like my younger sister, wanted to go on the roller coaster. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's that's what I was going to lead to. That some people like that. They like the thrill. They like the adrenaline rush. And then there are some people like you. Smile. You don't like Tower of Terror. It messes with your stomach. I just don't like the falling sensation. Right. And 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 I remember um, a cousin of mine when we were kids and we went. She got really sick from going on Tower of Terror, which means it wasn't for her constitution. So to to kind of corral people and be like, oh, well, you should be going here because you're this age. That seems silly to me. What if, like you said, you prefer going to Disney because the rides aren't as intense? What if you can't handle intense rides you and you're children. an adult? <laughs> Or like, no, what if like, you're adult with children? <laughs> or like specifically, what if like just you're an adult and you can't handle intense rides? Why are for you a variety being, of reasons? Why are you why are you being now forced to have to spend your money at a location where you're not even gonna fucking enjoy yourself? Versus if you would have gone to Disney, you probably would have had more fun because you would have been able to get on more rides that don't bother your system, that don't upset you in any way. It, it, it's a general assumption that at what as adults we can we all have to do things a specific way that doesn't make sense to me not everybody can ride the hulk but you know yeah whoever's crinkling so, needs to stop it's not me <laughs> i just want an ice cream sandwich <laughs> later friend do it away from the mic. Just open it quickly, rip. <laughs> I'm trying so desperately to do that. But yeah. Um, no, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, you can't really, at the end of the day, you cannot say this is for X group because not everybody fit. You can't lump a, an entire group of people into a single category. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, I feel like no matter what your fandom is, no matter what it is you get passionate over, unless it's, you know, obviously immoral, um, go off, do your thing. Because at the end of the day, some of us like Magic the Gathering. Some of us like comic books. Some of us like video games. Some of us like Disney. Some I like stuffed us- animals. Some like stuffed animals. Some like collecting stamps. I find that to be very boring, but hey, Aww. there are people out there who like that. 
Why you know, are you saying aw? I okay. you don't know what I collect. <laughs> and some of us like writing obnoxious posts for the uh, for the New York Times about people who spend money at Disney. Yeah, like I'm just saying. At the end of the day, I feel like if if this thing that you've enjoyed as a person is not really hurting anybody around you and not hurting you, it really makes no sense for you to shame that person. Mind your own fucking business, okay? At the end of the day, that's what it boils down to. Mind your own fucking business. If those people are weird to you, then they're weird to you. Keep the comment to yourself. If you can't say something nice, don't fucking say anything at all. Like. And also learn how a franchise works. And also, honestly, they, they, these people that pick on, on, on this group, they have such a big issue, right? With being like, oh, they don't know how to grow up. They're so immature. Do you realize that you pointing fingers at these individuals, calling them out for every little shit that they do because you can't mind your own business is exactly what other children do? Why don't you grow the fuck up, New York Times post author? I'm not even going to say your name. He peaked in elementary <laughs> when he was the popular kid. Like, why don't you fucking grow up, Karen, who can't get, who can't stand to wait in line for her Mickey pretzel? <laughs> While her kid bitches and moans. Like, I, you know, I just, it's, it's, it's silly. I don't want to be too harsh on these people, but at the same time, mind your own damn business. If it's not hurting you, mind your own damn business. <laughs> not hurting people mind your own damn business there are it's so just, many things i i feel like no matter who a person is you're going to have your form of fandom or passion whatever it might be right mm-hmm. for example it sounds like this you uh, new york times individual is a large fan of film right what if someone decided to call him weird for his over of other people's taste in film. You mean like we did? <laughs> right? Like we did, right? Yeah, it's like... With, I, I I'm sure like you wouldn't be happy. It, yeah, no, you wouldn't be happy to hear somebody shitting on you like that. <laughs> You'd probably cry, bitch, and moan. Like, you know, oh, I prefer to go to the Louvre in Paris. Well, what if I told you you were a nerd and an idiot for doing that? Do how you? dare you? How dare you like art? How dare Do you? you be? What if I called you boring? Yeah, and like, and that's to go back. That's not to say that that's how we feel. I love art. I, I would love, love to visit all, the Louvre. I, yeah, I'd go to the Louvre every day if I could, if I could travel all around the world and go there, I'd do it, because those are things that I like to see. I like to immerse myself in culture as much as I love immersing myself in fandom. So, it, it's just, but you wouldn't like it. You wouldn't like it if someone came and tore your passion to shit just because it didn't appeal to them, just because they don't agree with it. I love uh, Louvre, but I only have enough money to go to Disney. So I'm going to go to Disney. <laughs> Porg, yeah. do you happen to remember what, like, alcoholic beverage she was talking about when it's like, he was like, it's sipping wine or Rose. champagne? Rose. Rose. Yeah, sipping it's Rose. It's even more obnoxious. Because, so he's saying, like, uh, you could go to New York or France sipping rose. And I'm like, imagine. Go like if we go back to my comparison of New York as the chocolate up for America as well as Disney as the vanilla, right? Mm-hmm. To a person who equally likes both, imagine just sippy like sippy rose going, mm, yes, you should take the chocolate. Yes, it's so much <laughs> so much more mature than the vanilla. It's like wine drinkers are fake. <laughs> How There's many funky no aftertaste of that shit? It just tastes like hey, bitter hey, grape. Hey, hey, so <laughs> that that sounds and would look like, in a literal sense, like a massive weirdo. So where do you get off trying to convince other people they're the weirdo? Yeah, I, I agree with that statement. <laughs> and yeah, and like I, I think that's a, a good place to just kind of 
end this conversation because you know we've all set our point and at, at the end of the day the bottom line is just don't generalize people man yeah honestly <laughs> it's, it's rude be kind and if you don't have something nice to say don't open your mouth oh we'll punch it Hey, violence. We'll sit here and we will growl and snarl at you until you shut up. No, no growling. <laughs> Ignore me, I guess. But, but yeah. Um, I want uh, to thank my wonderful cast members for returning to episode nine. One more episode away, and we will be hitting that final, the season finale, if you will. Which uh, you can expect to hear from Miles, Smile, and Jade because it will be Star Wars related. Yes, we're gonna be we talking made... about a galaxy far, far away. We made it. <laughs> we made it. We made it. <laughs> oh shit, Jade! Did we miss a lot that other episode of Bad Batch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been meaning to catch up on that. I saw the first episode. You need to catch up on everything. Well, well okay, wait. Yeah. Before we hop into discussion, I think we should end the episode first and save that for the Star Wars actual episode, no? Yeah, yeah that's why I'm not trying to talk about it. Right. <laughs> so with that being said, thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of Accord Talks Disney, and we will see you real soon. Why? Because Adios. we like you. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, howdy, hey, fellow Diz nerds. A Porg here, and I want to thank you for joining us through nine episodes of A Porg Talks Disney. If you enjoyed your time with us, don't forget to bippity-bop that follow button and follow us on Porg Talks Disney on Twitter so that you can be notified for our upcoming episodes and participate with us in future topics. We'd love to hear from you, and I hope you'll be able to join us in our season finale in the next episode. Again, you can find us on Poor Talks Disney on Twitter, and I'll see you real soon. Why? Because I like you. <laughs>